0: Good morning. Hallelujah. Something good is about to happen. Hallelujah. Are you in expectancy mood? I am. If I could lift up my legs, also they will be up in the air too. Hallelujah. God is good. And uh, are you ready for the word? Hallelujah. Let me start with saying, what time is it? Don't look at your watch. (laughs) Don't go there. It's a time that we live today, a very trying times to say the least. If you have a Bible, whether it's electronic or the printed page, I love the one that's printed page. I like to hear the noise as you turn the pages. The other one, you have to kind of, and if you press the wrong thing, everything is lost. You have to search for it. The only thing that could happen over here, if a page moves, you just move it back, right? That's it. It's easier. And at times, it smells good, hallelujah. Turn to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3. Today's service is a little bit different. Uh, like the pastor said, something is going to happen. God is going to move, souls will be saved, bodies will be healed, and people who need deliverance will be set free today. Today is your day. Today is your day also, those of you who are home. Whatever you need, God is there for you to meet your needs. Did you find 2 Timothy chapter 3? I hope you did. Hallelujah. Very important. This is a letter that Paul wrote. But before we go into that, it's verse 1. We're going to start there. But before we go into that, we need to realize. The scriptures, the Bible is two covenants. The old covenant that we call Old Testament written to the people of God the Jewish nation written by prophets kings and other people even a chapter in the Old Testament was written by a king who was not a a Jewish man and he was not even a believer but he turned out to be a believer at the end chapter 4 of the book of Daniel it was Nebuchadnezzar who wrote that chapter but here we go, in the Old Testament. Then comes, and that Old Testament was based on the sacrifice of animals. Every year the high, they had sacrifices constantly, and every year the high priest went to the holiest of holies to bring a sacrifice for himself, his family, the nation. But then in the New Testament is based. See, that in the Old Testament had it done every year. The New Testament is different. It was written for the church of Jesus Christ, and that covenant is based on the blood of Jesus Christ. Based once and for all on the Lamb of God. So the New Testament has better promises than the old one. So don't go back to the old one. Stay in the new. Because there is power and salvation and healing in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm getting there. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what time is it? Look what the, this letter of that uh, Paul wrote to Timothy. The first letter was a letter that he wrote to him because Timothy wrote to him and he wanted instructions. Timothy became the pastor of the church of Ephesus. And he wrote to Paul writing, asking for help because it was a move of God that was happening. How do I choose leaders? How do I raise leaders for the church? And Paul rolled that information to him in 1 Timothy. But in 2 Timothy, it's different. Now, a lot of Things are going on in the church that Timothy was perhaps a little bit down on himself. And he wrote to him, Paul, help me out on this thing. He started to say, Timothy, I remember your grandma and your mom. Hallelujah. And there's a gift inside of you. You need to stir up that gift. Every one of us has a gift. And you need to stir up that gift that God has planted inside there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't let it be dormant for too long. It's not good. I'm telling you, it's not good. And then it goes on in chapter three, very important. Change the whole subject and says in there, verse one. But know this, know this, don't be ignorant. It's just like faith. Faith, people say, I have heard this, is blind. No, faith sees. Faith speaks. Faith does things. Faith acts and thinks. So if you have faith, you could stir up that gift of you and put it to work. It will work for you if you stand on the Word of God. But know this, and it's so important for us to have understanding. It's very important for us to know the Word of God. Your faith must be based on the Word of God. And the word of God only. This book, when you read, don't read just what you like to read. Read the whole thing from in the beginning God to amen in the book of Revelation. Everything is good for you. Every word. You might not understand everything, but ask the Holy Spirit that is inside of every believer the Holy Spirit will instruct you. He will give you insight, but you need to be a person of the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Non stories or things or the other things, but the Word. Hallelujah. Know this that in the last days, perilous times will come. Hello, you could see. Hard times, difficult times will come. They're here. Amen. You could pray against it. You could bind it. You could whatever you want to do. But the pearl stands will come. He said they will come. Yeah. Hallelujah! And every person who wants to serve Jesus Christ, you will be persecuted. You might not like it. So get ready. That's why it's so important for us to know the word. Because the word is what's going to keep you through. When situations happen, when things look bleak and dark, because the word is inside of you. In John chapter uh, 5 verse uh, 15 or 15 verse 7. And it says in there, if my word is in you and you embody my word, you could ask, what you want, your desires, and God will give it to you. But my word, his word has to be inside of us, and you have to be in the word. Then you could ask, because the promises of God are yes and amen to those who believe. You could be a Christian, but you don't believe. You'll be saved, but you're kind of wishy-washy on the things of God. Well, the promises are there for you, but unless you believe, they're not yours. You need to believe the word of God. What he says is yes and amen. Hallelujah. It's getting kind of quiet in here. I don't know why. Perilous times will come. And then it goes to say, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters. Proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong. Headstrong in Spanish, cabece duro. Now you learn one Spanish word. Cabece duro. Headstrong, hard. Hallelujah. I heard somebody say, I know that. Haughty. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness. Look at this thing. Having a form of godliness but denying His power. We, even as Christians, sometimes we... Speak, oh, in church, I know my Christianese language, but at home, I'm not that person. Or perhaps we deny the power of God. Hebrews thirteen eight says, "Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has not changed. He's the same." Hallelujah. What he did yesterday, I was not here two thousand years ago, neither were you. But he has not changed. What he did at that time, he'll do it through you. Amen. Through you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man. Let me take a pen and, <laughs> <bam>. <laughs> and from such people. Turn away. Now it's extremely quiet. Really. Because people don't believe in God. Let me tell you one thing. Those of you who are ministering on the streets and everything else. Don't spend all your life ministering to one person. You share the word. But if they don't want it. Somebody else wants it. Go after that who's hungry before you start sharing the gospel. Go on your knees and pray and believe God. God will put in front of you people who are hungry for the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That that way, but look what it's see. You see, this sounds it denotes like it sounds so harsh. But he gives us a solution to all the situations in chapter 4, verse 1. You got it there? All right. It says in there, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, and at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. I said, preach the word. Preach the word. Why? Romans 1.16 says, Paul wrote to the Roman church and said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to those, to the Jew first and then to the Greek or the Gentiles. I am not ashamed. The gospel is what changed people's lives. Hallelujah. It changed your life. It changed my life. Hallelujah. If you are a believer, it's because of the gospel. You preach the gospel, and the Holy Spirit takes those words that you say to the people, and He will pierce their spirit man. Hallelujah. And they'll be converted to Jesus Christ. Glory. Mm. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort. With all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Hallelujah. Times will come. Nowadays, in the last days, they will not take sound doctrine. They won. Look what it says in there. Hallelujah. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears... They will heap for themselves teachers. There will be someone who will tickle the ears. Everybody here? Or am I talking to myself? Hallelujah. See, they have each and ears people nowadays, they want something that feels good. It's like you are the best things in sliced bread. Hallelujah. But you're not. We're sinners saved by grace. Hallelujah. But these are things that you and I need to be aware of to know what's going on in this world. And if you're a person of God or fill of the Word of God, baptized with the Holy see, you need nowadays the power of God to live. You need the power of God things will get a little bit tough, hard. This is just the beginning. But if you're a man or a woman of the Word of God, you don't have to be afraid of anything. You don't have to be afraid of plagues. You don't have to be afraid of famine. You don't have to be afraid of lacking things. Because the God that we serve is a God who provides for everything. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, there is healing, there is salvation, there is deliverance. God will meet your needs according to his riches in glory through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It is through Jesus Christ. That's what the sacrifice on the Cross of Calvary, 2,000 years ago, it was done once and for all. That's sufficient for everyone on this planet Earth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord. My time is running out. Why is so important for you and I? Because there are certain things. I'm going to read to you a couple of verses. Are you good in your Bible? Look for Galatians 5, 19 through 21. There's the word that says in there, adultery, fornication, uncleanness. Loudness, verse 20, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice those things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. People who practice those things, they might be good people, but if they practice these things, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Our God is holy. God is holy. And he will not change for anybody. We have to adjust our lives to the word. The word is not going to adjust to, it, to us. Hallelujah. You love me? <laughs> Look in Ephesians 5.5. For this you know. That no fornicator, unclean person, no covetous man who is an adulterer has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. I didn't say that. He said it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why today we are going to have a consecration. Hallelujah. Not everyone will want to get consecrated. You need to understand that. Because consecration denotes that you're going to deny yourself. That you don't live for yourself, but for Jesus Christ. He becomes your boss. Not your servant. You become his servant. Hallelujah. He will tell you what to do, where to go. Hallelujah. (coughs) But it's good because we serve a good God. And when you obey him, great things will happen. And perhaps before you do the consecration, Perhaps you need to be aware that if there is are in your life, you need to confess. And if you are not safe or you are not sure of your salvation today, is your day of salvation. Don't let it go for tomorrow because none of us has a guarantee for tomorrow. You need to make a decision today. If you're on the borderline, one foot with Jesus, the other in the world, It's time to make a decision. Today. Today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow. Hallelujah. No matter who the person is. Hallelujah. There is room on the cross. For one more person. That might be you. And there is only the cross for every one of us. One drop of the blood of Jesus Christ is enough for the entire universe. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's how powerful that blood is. Hallelujah. Why this consecration is so important for you and I. See, it happened to me when I first came to the West Coast. I was fine in the East Coast. I had a, we had a church in Brooklyn, New York. We had a church in, uh, we started one there, and we started one in New Jersey. And uh, we were doing things. We had seven churches, house churches, so we were busy hearing the voice of God and God doing things, and God in His Infinite wisdom said, okay, enough of these cause you're moving someplace else. That you don't know where you're going, but you need to obey me. Hallelujah. I said, yes, sir. Thirty days while I was over here, it was very difficult for me. Very hard for me. I complained to God all the time for 30 days. The day, 30 days. When I came in here, it was October 15th, 13 years ago. And I found myself in a not so pleasant place. Let's put it that way. I was, my wife and I were sleeping in a fifth wheeler from the 60s. Uh, the walls were pepper thin. So when we came here we had in the East Coast you need to wear long johns, you know, nice gloves, hat, scarves, all these things because it gets cold and there's a lot of snow. So when we came over here, good thing, thank God, because at nighttime that fifth wheeler had no heating and it was winter. So we, we put all, we bundled up. The next morning, our eyes open! Thank God we're still alive. We didn't freeze. Thank God. One more day. Hallelujah. 30 days later, the Holy Ghost comes to me and says, I want your heart. Oof. I want your heart. I was on my knees. There was no sin. But when I'm on my knees, and I said, God, search my heart. If there's anything impure, anything unholy, anything that will hinder my walk with you, I confess it as sin. I didn't blame anybody. I took ownership of that. I said, God, I confess it as sin. Forgive me. Wash me in the blood. After that day, the doors were open. I've seen now revivals breaking out in churches. The blind get to see, the lame get to walk, the deaf get to hear, the mute get to speak. Tumors disappear, cancers vanish, all these things. And I see all these things. God keeps doing more and more. Hallelujah. No matter the church that I go, something happens. And it's nothing to do with me. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why I tell people, don't keep your eyes on me. Look to Jesus. I only have two hands. That's all I could do. Just There's nothing magic about these hands, but the power of God. See, I consecrated my life to Jesus Christ. I gave it all to Him. I don't belong to myself. I belong to Him. You must do the same thing. Hallelujah. Some of you want a breakthrough. Today's your breakthrough. Hallelujah. You still here? Hallelujah. You see, you're getting kind of quiet. I huh? don't see in the Old Testament the consecration the people of God had to go to the temple in Jerusalem that was a place of worship they went there but because of sin invaders came took over the temple and they desecrated the temple they brought their idols filthiness and when the invaders were removed God required the priests to go there and remove every idol and all their trash from there that temple became desecrated the priests had to go there and clean it up when they clean it up and you need to realize as a believer, you are the priest because Peter wrote, we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that should show forth the presence of him who called you out of darkness into the marvelous light of his son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. See, they all oh, after they cleaned it up, they, t- they took the show bread. Put it on the table. Then they took the menorah, the candlestick, lit it up, show bread. Word of God. Bread of life. Menorah, the light of the world. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to I'm getting excited inside of me. I feel like I feel like I should shout. Why' so crucial? Because what they did is they consecrated the temple. Once I consecrated in Ezekiel, by the way, let me speak to you for a few seconds to those who are watching online. Those of you who are watching online expect God to touch you. Expect God to do miracles in your life. Whatever sickness you have, I rebuke sickness, I rebuke disease in Jesus' name. I speak healing for you right now. No matter what it is, be made whole in Jesus' name. See, after the priests did all this, they consecrated the temple. The presence of God went back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was no more desecration. That's what happens when you and I consecrate ourselves. You might not have idols. Statue. But you might have idols. Hallelujah. Is your spouse your idol? Are your children your idols? Your possessions your idols? Your career your idols? I don't know. It's only you know. I had to deal. I had to deal with, with minds. I'm not going to deal with yours. You deal with them. <laughs> They're yours, and they don't have to. Just saying. Because the book of Ezekiel. In Ezekiel. Thirty. 6, verse 25 through 27, it says, After all this consecration of the temple, it says, Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Verse 27, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Hallelujah. See, when you deal with your idols, God will cleanse you. He will put a new spirit within you. He will give you a brand new heart. Hallelujah. No heart of stone that you're so hard, but a heart of flesh. That it will be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. He will do things for you and through you. Hallelujah. Are you still here? You're very quiet. Man. I have to lower my voice then. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Try, but it doesn't work. You know why it doesn't work? I feel a fire inside of me, a fire inside of me, and I cannot be quiet, otherwise I'll burn here, and if I burn, so be it, you'll watch me burn for the kingdom of God, and if you get close, you'll burn too. Hallelujah. You'll catch the fire. Hallelujah. Then I'll watch you burn. So are you ready for to consecrate your life? But before we go there, you need to understand something very crucial. Make sure what you're about to do, come clean before God. Got it? Come clean before him. He will do for you and through you things that you never knew you would be capable of doing. Hallelujah. What do you have to lose? Some idols? Hello. Some heavy burdens? Let it be. Hallelujah. And let God put His Spirit, fresh Holy Ghost fire inside of you. Hallelujah. You ready? Okay. Those of you who want to consecrate yourself, stand up. This is a serious matter. This is a holy moment. For our god is holy hallelujah thank you jesus what i want you to do is very crucial for you i'm not going to pray for you okay i'm not going to pray for you you yourself you know what you're going to do you're going to close your eyes And you're going to talk to God. And you put your idols at the cross. Okay? There will be complete silence because this is holy moment. It's between you and God. Whatever idols you have. Put it on the cross. Ask, own it. Ask God to forgive you. First John 1 9 says, If I confess my sins, He is faithful and just to forgive me all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Come clean before God. That's between you and God. I'll be quiet because I want you to talk to Him. talking to God, if you don't know Jesus Christ right where you are, I want you to raise your hand and let me know. If you do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want everybody first to put your hands down so that way I can see if somebody raises their hand. If you don't know Jesus Christ, I could introduce you to him. Just need to raise your hand. If you are not sure of your salvation, if today would be your last day on planet earth, where would you go? Where would you spend eternity? See, once you go to eternity, There are no U-Haul trucks there. That address is forever. You either are in the presence of God forever, or you will be in hell forever. There is no limbo. There is no in between. It's just there. You need to be sure that you know Jesus Christ. Because I know that my my heart stops at that moment instantly i'll be in the presence of the most holy god are you sure of your salvation hallelujah